If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. And we'll be looking at verses 31 through 37. And as you're turning there, the last several weeks we have looked at the different miracles of Jesus Christ. And we have looked at, you know, the miracles of him cleansing the lepers, walking on water, turning water into wine, healing the sick, raising the dead, um, feeding the multitudes, giving sight to the blind. We've also looked at the different purposes of Jesus' miracles, and last week we looked at why Jesus came. And what we see with the miracles is that every miracle proved his deity. And they also showed how he interacts with us and how he meets our needs. And this morning we're going to look at where Jesus heals this man who was deaf and had a stammer in his speech. And... This morning we're going to look at Jesus healing his deafness, and tonight we're going to look at Jesus where he heals the man's speech. So again, if you would look at Mark 7, 31 through 37, it's written, And he departed again from the coast of Tyre and Zidon, and came unto the Sea of Galilee, through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. And they brought unto him one that was deaf and stammered in his speech, and prayed him to put his hand upon him. Then he took him aside from the multitude, and put his fingers in his ears, and did spit, and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed, and said unto him, Ephath, Fatha, that is, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. And he commanded them that they should tell no man, but how much soever he forbade them, the more a great deal they published it. And were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. He maketh both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship together. Just illuminate your word for us, Lord, and help us to have understanding of your word. And Lord, I just pray that, again, you would be with us, be with those that could not make it today, those that are sick and shut in, those that may have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And Lord, again, I just pray that you would be with us today, be with me, and give me the words to say, and just hide me behind the cross, and let the words that are spoken be your words. And again, Lord, I just pray if there is any that... Here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior need to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what we see in this passage of Scripture is that Jesus and the disciples were, they were leaving the area of Dyer and Sidon and they were coming into the area around the Sea of Galilee that is called the Decapolis or the area of ten cities. And while they were in this area, 
the multitudes were just pretty much going around Jesus, hoping that Jesus would heal them. And some people bring to Jesus a man who was deaf and stammered in speech. He had a speech impediment because of his deafness. And once he was brought to Jesus, if you look at what happens, Jesus takes the man aside and then he sticks his fingers in the man's ears. He spits and touches the man's tongue. Then he looks up to heaven, he sighs, and then he says, be opened. And then the man was healed. So, what we see is that after Jesus does this, immediately, immediately the man is healed. His ears are open and then he began to speak plain once this had happened to him. Now, look at verses 33 and 34. Look at what it says. He took him aside from the multitude, put his fingers in his ears, he did spit, and touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephath, fatha, that is, be opened. Now, why did Jesus go through all of these different steps? I mean, think about it. Why did he put his fingers in the man's ears? Why did he spit? Why did he touch the man's tongue? Why did he take the man off by himself? Now, there is a reason why Jesus did every single one of these things. There's a reason for it. Remember, Jesus meets our needs. This man was deaf. He couldn't hear Jesus speaking to him. And if you think about it, back then, the sign language that we have today didn't exist. So when Jesus takes the man aside, off by himself, he's wanting this man's undivided attention. He didn't want the man to be distracted by everything he was seeing. He wanted the man focused on him. And it's only after they are off by themselves that Jesus takes his fingers and puts them in the man's ears, basically showing the man, I'm going to give you hearing. Then he spits and touches the man's tongue. I'm going to open your mouth where you can speak. Everything Jesus was doing was showing this man what was going to be done to him, how Jesus was going to heal him. Each one of these things symbolizes what Jesus was going to do. Sticking his fingers in his ears to show that he was going to open them, he spits and touches the man's tongue to show that he is going to help the man to speak symbolizing what he's going to do. These are symbolic acts. Jesus was demonstrating. He was acting out what he was going to do to the man so the man would understand. 
so he would understand what was going to happen to him. Remember, he could not hear the words of Christ. He couldn't hear the words of Christ, but he could see what Jesus was going to do. He could understand the actions of Christ. Thus, what we see here is Jesus meets a need by helping the man to understand. He gives the man understanding by what he is doing. Helping the man to understand what is about to happen. Taking the man away from the multitude so he could have the man's attention. All the acts that Jesus did after that so the man would understand what was about to happen. But then after he had the man's attention, after he shows the man what is going on, or going to happen to him, what does Jesus do? He looks up to heaven, and then he sighs real big. <sighs> Why did he do that? He was showing the man that he was praying. Showing the man where the healing was coming from. All healing comes from God. He was showing the man that he was praying. To show the deaf man from whom the healing would come, the sigh signifying the prayer. Jesus wanted this man to understand what was happening. Each one of these acts was done to increase the man's faith. Each one of them to increase the man's faith. Jesus wanted to know what was going to happen and who would heal him. And only after the man understood... Only after Jesus had demonstrated did Jesus heal him, be opened. And immediately, immediately, the man was healed. So look at how Jesus meets the man's need. Each step that he took so the man would understand what was about to happen. Every single act that he did symbolized what he was going to do. All done to increase this man's faith. Taking him apart so he would have his attention. Going through the acts of sticking his fingers in his ears, spitting and, and touching the man's tongue to even looking up to heaven and sighing while he was praying. Each one of these things done to increase the man's faith. To increase the man's understanding of what was going to happen. And to show this man that all healing comes from God. Why would Jesus go through each one of these steps? I mean, look back at what he does with the man who was blind. 
What did he do? He spit on the ground and made clay and then touched the man's eyes. Showing the man what was going to happen to him through touch. Here, showing the man what was going to happen, the man could see him, but also pointing out what he was going to do to help this man. Jesus wanted this man to understand what was happening. Showing that the healing come from God. Doing these things to increase the man's faith, because think about it, only God can heal. Only God can meet our needs. This miracle again shows the deity of Jesus Christ and it also shows the steps that God goes through to meet every single one of our needs. But it shows something else. It also shows that God wants us to understand. He wants us to have understanding of everything that he does when it concerns us. Why do you think he gave us his word? Why do you think he fills us with the Holy Spirit to give us illumination? He wants us to understand. He wants us to have that understanding. Again, look at how Jesus communicates with this man, the symbolic gestures to help the man understand. And this shows the way God works with us. All the steps that he takes in dealing with us so that we will have understanding not only of him, but understanding of how much he loves us. The steps that he went to to save us. He wants us to understand these things. And he gives us understanding. We gain understanding through his written word. We gain understanding through the indwelling Holy Spirit. He gives us his spirit. And he illuminates his word for us so that we will have understanding. And this passage shows the steps that God goes through to give us understanding. the opening of the man's ears so the man could hear. And what was the first words that he heard? He heard the voice of Christ. The voice of God. The man saw and understood. The man was healed and after healing, he heard the words of Christ Spoken. Understanding. God gives us understanding and God helps us to understand. Now think about something. What happens when we don't understand? How many times are we reading scripture and we don't understand what we're reading? To whom do we turn? We're to turn to Christ. We're to turn to God. 
We're to ask for understanding. And what happens once we ask for understanding? God gives us understanding. The same thing happens with this man. They ask Jesus Christ to heal him. And Jesus gave understanding into what he was doing through the acts that he committed. When we don't understand what we read, we're to turn to God and we're to pray and ask God to illuminate his word through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Again, understanding comes from God. And we see this in this passage and how Christ interacted and healed this man who was deaf. But what happens after we have understanding? What happens after we have understanding? Look at verses 36 and 37. So as soon as Christ heals this man, opening the man's ears and allowing the man to be able to speak, healing this man, look at what happens. And he commanded them that they should tell no man. But how much soever he forbade them, the more a great deal they published it. And were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. He maketh both deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. So after healing the man, Christ commands him and his friends not to tell anyone about what had happened. And what's the first thing that these people do? They disobey God. They go and they start to tell everyone about what had happened. Jesus had given him understanding. Once his friends saw what had happened, they had understanding as well. They knew exactly who Jesus Christ was. Because only God can heal the deaf. Only God can loosen the tongue of someone who can't speak. So Christ had given them understanding, and the first thing they should have done was obey him, because they understood exactly what he said. But what's the first thing they do? They disobey. They disobey. You know, that's human nature, isn't it? If we see a sign, don't walk on the grass, what's the first thing we want to do? We want to walk on the grass. If we're driving down the interstate and we see the speed limit, what's the first thing we want to do? We want to break it. That's human nature to disobey. But what are we doing when we disobey? We're disobeying the one in authority. You see, disobedience only happens when we disobey someone who is in authority over us. 
when we disobey our parents. They're an authority over us. But something else happens when we disobey. When we disobey, we're breaking the law. In disobeying what Christ said, they disobeyed the law of God. They broke the law of God. When we disobey, after having understanding that is given to us by God, we break the law of God. We disobey. And that's the first thing they did. When Christ had healed him and had given him understanding... They disobeyed. Christ gives us understanding. We have understanding through the illumination of the Holy Spirit. We have understanding when we read his word. We understand what's written. We know what sin is. And we know what sin is not. We know the things that are sinful. We know the things that are not sinful. We have that understanding that comes to us from God. So when we understand, and when he gives us understanding into his word, we must obey. We must obey and do as he commands. What we see here is people with understanding disobeying. And we're not to be that way. They openly disobeyed even after hearing the words of God. We understand the words of Christ. We can see the words of God. We can read them. Do we obey? Or do we disobey? When we look at this passage of Scripture, we see that all healing comes from God. We also see that all understanding comes from God, and we see the steps that God will go through to make us understand, to help us to understand. And we also have understanding through the indwelling Spirit. With our understanding, we must obey. We must obey and do as God commands because we have understanding of what he commands. So the question is, do we obey? All understanding comes from God. We understand what he says. Do we obey him? Answer that as we stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you do give us understanding into your word and that you help us to understand. And Lord, I just pray that as we come before you at this time, if there's anyone here that needs to